Welcome, Traveler, to the first bonus episode of the podcast. Here I'm going to step away from the story and all the topics that we're used to so we can touch on a topic you won't find lingering in the story. Today we're going to focus on resources, and I have a few of them here for you. Four main resources I want to talk to you about are social media, reading a, a book, using a critique circle, or just going out in the world and having experiences. And we're going to go through all four of those today. I'm going to try and touch on how I went about it for each one the best I can. And to start out, we're going to look at Reddit. And for me, I've used Reddit for a couple years now. I've connected with a lot of groups. It takes some time. Usually you can jump from group to group because people will connect different groups. People will talk about certain groups and it's a little bit easier to jump from one to another. It's a great place to um, just kind of see things you weren't expecting. I know I've seen Living Flesh Pit, you know, a whole kind of museum of a living pit, and it's kind of interesting. I've seen other things such as a tree that when the fruit that grows on it decays, everything inside just kind of turns to wind chimes, and it's a crazy idea. You see really interesting and random things on there. So definitely go out and try and find a group, even just one to start with. You can expand out as you go, whatever you're looking for. They have plenty of options, even the main options that I have, uh, that I'm a part of at least, are something like the Fantasy Writers, uh, the World Building subreddit is a great one, the Novelist Journey subreddit, it's there for any kind of communication you want to do. I'm going to be answering any questions on there and trying to communicate as much as I can. Just writing and self-publishing subreddits are great as well if you just want to know ahead of time because I'm always eager. So these are a few just the subreddits that I joined and at some point I've responded to people on on the subreddits. I've really made connections through the content that I've put out as a response to people and it made me feel better as a writer for the most part. Reading something that someone asked, looking inside myself, seeing what experiences I've had so I can put forth to help them. And it's made all the difference in myself, as well as the uh, connections I've kind of made with people. At some point, I've even, uh, they're commenting on someone, they kind of reach out to me personally. And I've done my best to give them as much ideas that I have based on the content that they were kind of giving me from their story. And it, for the most part, what we talked about, they were getting a lot out of it. And I can tell you right now, a situation like that where you're able to talk to someone about your content, it really will help you grow. And I definitely recommend just reaching out to people. Don't, if you can try, don't be shy or you know, try to be confident. If nothing comes of it, that's okay. You can just move forward. Just remember, nothing is set in stone. Everything changes. People change. Situations change. So as much as you uh, might be scared in one moment, as soon as you go through it, you're going to look back and you're going to feel different about it. So if you can reach out to people, if you can respond to uh, posts on subreddits, go for it. That's all I'm going to say. If you took the time to listen to this podcast, something you might not have done originally, you're going to find that it's a really good option to just go out and try something, even if it scares you. Try going out and doing it while you're scared, because when you look back, you're going to feel so much better about yourself. And the same thing goes for Twitter. It's not the same, I know. It's a little bit more broad. You're focusing on a single person rather than a genre of content. But there's still plenty that you can get out of it, including meeting people, 
and seeing kind of the experience through whatever eyes that you're following, whatever content a specific person puts out throughout their day, their week, you're getting a little bit more of a inside scoop rather than having to try to go through questions and read everyone's different versions of it. You get a specific version that you can follow along or throughout the entire kind of process, which is really nice. Either way, you're going to get something out of going on the social medias when you focus on the content you're looking for. Another option, of course, is uh, trying to read a book. And I am not very good at doing this, so I shouldn't be the one preaching about it. But I'm going to still push for it because reading a book, even one book, has done a lot for me. Just enjoying the content was one thing, but when you actually take some time while you're reading it to notice, as an author, you start to notice certain things that happen in a book. You start to catch on a little bit. It's definitely really interesting going into it, understanding the content that I'm looking at and how it came together and how the author kind of put it that way. I've read Rick Riordan. I've read, I think, John Wheeler. I might have messed up his name. Uh, I forgot what it's called. He's got some good, you know, good content that really set the atmosphere well. So I really enjoyed his books. Uh, I'm just gonna say, in the end, besides the stories that you read, besides the fact that one book has one story and another book has another, it's the styles in which the authors write. It's the way each character is presented to you that is definitely different throughout, and it's an important thing to notice because it helps you learn as well. And I'm, I'm just not one to talk about the whole writing thing, but I'm going to try and preach about it as much as I can. For me, reading different authors has really opened me up to what likes and dislikes I have while reading. It's a great thing to do because you might not even notice you're doing something that you don't like, or you might not realize how much you don't like something. Don't be afraid to not like content in a book, but still love the book. It's just a natural thing. There are definitely books that I've decided, no, I don't want to go on reading this because of pace or because of content. It's normal. And it's something you learn about yourself. I've definitely opened up to a lot of content uh, and a lot of storylines and a lot of styles of writing. And it's really nice to just see how it all comes together. And doing so is a great way to support just different authors in general. If I'm going back to the idea of talking on Twitter and connecting with authors, they have published books. They have likely, you've probably seen some of their tweets that have their book in it. Hey, go check this out. It's here or it's there or it's winning something or it's about to win something. It's in line to, you know, it's in competition and made it this far. Plenty of people talk about that stuff. Going and reading it, getting a sense of it. You can open your mind. You can have conversations now with that person or you can try to. It's a great way to kind of get into it and learn more. And just expand your uh, perspective on it. But that also leads me into you don't have to try and read someone's book to get a perspective on their writing and talk to them. You can actually put your own stuff forward or read smaller amounts of content from other people, more like chapter length than book length, and help out yourself and them. And that's through critiquing, going to critique circles, physically or online. I definitely suggest online. It, I've been doing it for myself for some time. I haven't done it in probably the past year just because I needed to take a break. But when I started, I used Critique Circle, which is, I'm uh, sorry, I used Critter Critiques. They send you a batch of critiques for the week into your email. And then you kind of, for me, I would always type it in my note and then I'd go online online. 
to the website and I respond to that specific post and you get kind of credits that help you maintain your account because all you have to do is keep yourself above a certain rating of how many critiques you've done over the weeks and you're able to put your own pieces in to get critiqued and it was really helpful. I learned definitely a lot by reading it and I enjoyed so many stories that I don't think I'd ever see in public just because I'm not looking around for it but I met some I met a few authors. I've read a bunch of content that I really loved. I've seen styles that I never really expected, but I enjoyed nonetheless. And you can point out things that you like. You can tell, you know, another author who you're critiquing, hey, I got distracted because your content was so enthralling, or hey, this kind of pulled me out right here. You're really getting a sense of what you like and what kind of did it for you without telling them that you somehow know the rules of writing more than them because there are no rules. And it's really interesting for me to have gone through that process and then trying it again with Critique Circle a couple years later, just getting my content out, getting good feedback, but also enjoying the process of just talking to people and critiquing their stuff. And then, of course, you get direct feedback, as I might have said even a second ago. You're getting direct feedback on your own work. And for me, when I first put my, my, one of my chapters out on Critter critiques, I got kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily slammed, but I definitely got a lot of uh, feedback focusing on certain things that I, I didn't really think about or I should have paid more attention to. And I'm really thankful that they told me, even though it, it hurt me a little bit to kind of hear what they had to say. They liked the content. When I put it out, the actual ideas of the, behind the story that I wrote were really good. But the way I wrote it, the way the characters kind of handled it, kind of like actors in a scene, it didn't, it didn't go well. So it opened me up to almost like a rejection. And that's a great way to get started and to go through and edit later on. Don't, I definitely suggest, if you can, don't stop writing the book till you get to the end. There's plenty of time to edit. You never know what's going to happen. And this is going to lead me, honestly, to my last topic which is going out and having experience. For me, every day I try and push to do at least one notable thing beyond my daily duties, beyond something that might financially help me. Because I can go to my job every day and then write down to myself, yeah, I went down and did my job. But if I can say I baked something, if I can say I you know, wrote something, I did something creative, I did something for me, I did something out of the ordinary that had some kind of impact. That's the kind of experience that helps me mentally, but also opens me up to more experiences and just more ideas. I've been to many uh, states so far on different journeys I've been on, and I've enjoyed every single one for different reasons. They've given me, in the end, so much experience that I never knew I could have, so many physical feelings, emotional feelings, Feelings of awe, feelings of woo, a little bit of scared, a little bit of wonder, honestly. You go through a lot when you try some new things. And I'm not going to say you have to go travel. I'm going to say you can take a walk. You can learn a new skill. There's, I mean, I'm not trying to tell you what you can do with your life, but there's so much to enjoy that will help you learn for your writing. It'll help you come up with new ideas, and it's definitely helped me. So many times I'm, I'm driving, I'm walking, and I see one little thing happen, or I, my brain says, oh, I think it happened this way, even though it didn't. And my brain says, well, what if it did happen that way? 
What if that person did go left instead of going right? What if they ran that red light? Who knows? And then this, there's a story that unfolds in my head. And as much as I'm not going to write it down, I'm just going to let it go into the, the ether, into the void. I still take the time to kind of process out how the story would go in my head. And it opens me up to new avenues of options that you can create. Uh, in the end, every piece of my writing from the very beginning to the very end, whether it's story content, the way I write it from the very beginning to the very end, it is going through a whole process just because I'm learning, just because I'm experiencing, and it gives me so much better detail. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have so much better detail, so much better editing that I would have had just a couple of years ago, even just last year, because I've experienced so much. I've opened myself up to the way of feeling, and that's why I feel like I've actually made a difference in the content that you will read, that will come out, and when it does, it will hopefully be jaw-dropping or just inspiring, really enthralling, you're going to read to the end of the book in one night kind of deal. It's something that I really would like to harp on, but I can't because it's not really content for a story. There's no real story content where I could say, keep having life experiences when, you know, you're in the middle of the story. So, you know, you're going to use this kind of bonus content right now to talk about it. One thing that I know that I've seen about authors is there's usually at least one thing, kind of random, that they will give to a character, whether it's about themselves or something like that, that they really like to just add in. I remember reading The Smoke Thieves and hearing about how, I think I read it, that the uh, the author loves running. So she had to have a character in the story who ran. If that author never fell in love with running, there would be no running character. Uh, who is it? John Green writes characters that have very quirky things about them. If they like math, or they treat certain situations as math, or they you know, think that they want to be a mystery, and all these different characters, he had reasons behind those. He experienced something that put that out. For me... I have characters who are created based on experience. I have things in my characters who are created based on experience. Magic systems that work based on things I've experienced. So much in my stories are built around things I've learned every single year. And eventually I need to stop and just you know finish the book. I can't keep adding new amazing things to it, but I do anyway. I try my best to, as I learn, really open up and put more in, and it's really exciting for me. So... Definitely one of my top things on the list of what to do if you're going to use a resource is you are the best resource. You don't need to go online. You don't need to go pay money. You don't need to be there every single week of a critique circle. You can just go out. You can take a walk. You can look at something you have in a new way. Something I did as a kid is I'd rearrange my bedroom a lot. I'd be pushing my entire bed across the room to a different corner. I'd move my, if I had a bookshelf, I'd just move as much as I can. So all of a sudden everything's refreshed. And I can't, I can't actively think the same way because everything that's surrounding me is different. I can't go the same route to my bed because the bed wouldn't be there. And the same goes for writing. If you change something about your mind, you open yourself up a little bit, you won't be going to the same point you were when you're writing. You're going to find something new. And it's going to be something amazing. I already know it. But those are four major things I 
I use it as resources, at least throughout the years, to get to the point I'm at, including social medias like Reddit and Twitter, uh, reading books, which I still have uh, trouble doing, but I'm working on it, critique circles, which I definitely need to get back into. It might be some time before I do, but it really just helps get some feedback. And then going out and experiencing things experiencing things in general is a great option and probably the cheapest it could be the most expensive it could be the cheapest depending how you work it but in the end resources like that are going to be the thing that carries you over that really helps you build some of the best writing you can I and mean, this is just from based on my experience but i hope this helps you as you go into your writing definitely let me know in the subreddit or on Twitter, because I want to hear from you, whatever you've created, whatever it is, content you've thought up, it's just all there, whatever you've thought up, I'm definitely open to talking about it, learning more about what you've created and sharing that, that excitement over it. So I'll catch you in the next one. We're going to get back into the story and keep on writing.